Today's daf is daf Dalid. We're holding about five lines from the bottom of Gimel Amad Beis. We're in the middle of what's known as Rabchia Kamaisa, the first ruling of Rabchia. Rabchia is going to make two rulings. Was, uh, and we're in what is uh, known as the first ruling of Rabchia. What was the first ruling of Rabchia? So Rabchia said as follows. He says that just as we see that motive of us, if I say to someone, you owe me $100, and he says, no, I only, own, I, I only owe you 50. So the fact that he admits to the 50 allows me to have him take an oath on the second 50. So Rabbi wanted to say the same halacha would apply if I say, you owe me $100. And he says, no, I don't owe you $100. At this point, there is no obligation in Torah to take an oath because it is a kofa bakol. But if Adam show up and say that he does owe you 50, so that, that Adam have the co-op to generate an oath on the second half of the claim. And on, on the full claim? Though? On the second half of the claim. They don't do it on the full claim. He's already paying. The first half is going to have to pay. But the Adam show up and say, you owe 50. Oh, they have to say, you owe 50. Yeah, right. Sorry, right. All right. So, so the, the uh, so Rabhia said two things. Number one, he said it's because it, it, it's a Kalva Homer, okay, which we're trying to clarify what that Kalva Homer is. And number two, he said that it is supported by our Mishnah. This idea that Adim, because he wanted to say is that when you're holding on to the, gar, the garment, 50% is like witnesses testifying to the fact that you have 50%. And therefore, even the, and you were claiming the whole amount, and he was denying the whole amount, and you have Adam and your 50%, and therefore he has to swear on the other 50%, so you see that Adam can generate a shvur on the second half from the case of the Mishnah. That's what he had said, which we're going to get back to whether or not that's a valid comparison or not. But first, we're still trying, we're still stuck in the middle of trying to figure out what was the Kalva Chomer that Rabhia was alluding to that says that Ha'adas Adam bemikts us as this is, is, is just as powerful as motive emits us in that it can be mechayev a shvur on the second 50%, on the second part, on the, what the, what's the kfira, not on the hodah, not what he's paying, but on the other portion. So we try to make it head, a direct kalvachomer uh, from edim to motive emits us. And the Gemara concluded yesterday is you can't make that kalvachomer is we had said that uh, Adim are subject to Akhasha and Hazama, which is a weakness in Adim, whereas uh, Hoda'a, Piv, when you admit, even if Adim will show up and say that, no, you're wrong, you don't owe the money, and contradict, or even if they do Hazama and say, you were with us, how could you say that you owe that? There, there is a, there is a, a, a hodah, a piv is immune from a khasha and from hazama, which is a weakness in adim over piv. So maybe piv, which does not have a khasha hazama, can generate a shvua on the second half, whereas adim cannot. So he said, okay, fine, that, 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 makes, that creates a weakness in the, and therefore there's no Kalvachomer. So we have to find a different source of the Kalvachomer. So what the Gemara now switches, Ela Asya mi Eid Echon. So when it says, fine, let's not learn it from, uh, from Edim, let's learn it directly, let's make the Kalvachomer from Eid Echon. Now what do we see Eid Echon is? 
If oh, a very interesting halacha, if let's say uh, I say you owe me a thousand dollars and you're co for a call, all right, and you say no, I don't. So at this point, I can't make you take an oath. Now, if one witness shows up, now one witness cannot be mechayev you'd pay the thousand dollars, but you know what the one witness does generates an oath. Meaning like this, you need to swear to, to dispel the claim of the one witness. That is the, the rule. Now, so what do you see? That one witness has the ability to uh, create a, a shvur. So if one witness has the ability to create a shvur, uh, then, then l'chora, so, uh, so uh, adim that come and say that you owe half the money, so Kavachomer, they should be able to make you take a shvur. If one witness can make you take a shvur, so then Adem should be able to make a shvur on the second half, right? That's, that's the Kavachomer we're trying to make. Yeah, we, I just, we just, I just I said understand. it. Yeah. Okay, no, I didn't. So let's let, let just, just stay here. So Mora says like this. So Mora says like this. Ela osya me'ed echad. Right? Ma'ed echad she'en mechaev amomon. An eid echad doesn't have the ability to make someone pay. Right? We said, Adam can make someone pay. Eid echad cannot. Nevertheless, mechaev eshvur does have the ability to do what? To induce a oath. All right? Eidim she mechaev amomon. Eidim which could be mechaev momon. Then what? So then eid odin ka'al v'chom she mechaev eshvur. So Moses has a very interesting distinction between the case of the Eid Echad being Mechaev Shvur to how Rabchia wants to apply it in the case of our others Eidus Bemixus. What's the difference? Like this, when in the case of an Eid Echad, I come to you and I say, you owe me a thousand dollars. You say, I do not. It means you're Kofor Hakol, right? So the Eid challenges your Kfira. The aid challenges your denial by saying, no, you do owe the person $1,000. So you need to swear, but what the, 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 the oath you're swearing is against directly what the aid said that you owe. You, he said you owe the $1,000 to show that you don't owe that $1,000. On that $1,000 that the aid is testifying against you, that's where you have to swear, right? You understand? When you're swearing against an Eid Echad, you're swearing directly on the money that he says you owe, you're swearing on that money and saying you don't owe, right? He said, what Rab Chia wants to do by the Adem is not that. The Adem say, you owe, the Adem says you owe, uh, the, the, the claim was you owe $1,000, right? And the denial was I don't owe $1,000. The Adem show up and say you owe 500 Now. The 500, what's going to happen to the first 500? You're going to have to pay. But you want to use that, those Adem now to make the person swear on the second 500. That we don't see necessarily you can bring me a raya from an Eid Echad. An Eid Echad, the, the force against, you're, you're swearing against his, the, the, what, what he's, your, you, that to back up your denial against what he's claiming is, 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 is not, your denial is not a valid denial and you owe them money. By Adam, that's not the case because on what you denied, what they're testifying, you're actually paying. But you want to use that to generate a, an oath on the, on the second part which you're denying, which there was no claim from the Adam on that second part. Right? Who says you could do that? Right? that that's that's a, a big difference. Someone's coming in.
All right. So Moshe says like this. So the Moshe says like this. Lechayra, uh, you can't bring me a raya. Why? Because let's read the words inside. Mala a, you can't compare it to the case of a. Because what do we see by the a? The a echad. You can't almashu who meid who nishba. That your oath is directly. Uh, uh, corresponds to uh, what he was testifying about. Means you are repudiating, you are... Uh, Just the part that he's testifying. What he's saying you owe, you are testifying is I don't. Right. That's what you're going against. That's what you see. That's the type of oath. He can induce an oath to make you have to argue with what he was testifying. Tomar, can you apply the same thing by the Adim? Shalmasha Kafar Hunishba. That in Rabhi's case, you want to use the Adim to make an oath on the part where there was a denial that the Aiden were not coming against the part that you were denying. So therefore, so head to head, we do not seem to be able to learn out the Kalvachomer to teach me how others Aiden should be able to generate a Shvu on the second half. El Amar of Papa, so means some even take out the word Ella over here because it's really a tweak. It's a tweak on the first. We're still going with Eid Echad, but we're using the case of Gilgul Shvur. Now let's speak out. What is Gilgul Shvur? Gilgul Shvur is as follows. Let's say I had, I had one court case with a person and it was a case where he, let's say he denied completely. Kol for kol. I can't make him take an oath on that, all right? There's a second case that opens up, let's say, um, a few months later. And in the second case, completely different issue, contemplative subject. In the second case, I actually, he also is a Kofra call, but I actually, an aid effort comes to support my claim against his denial. Now, the rule is, because I have an aid echad, and what's the rule? He's got to swear in the Now, but case. the law, law of Gil Goshua, you learn out from Sota, from Sota, she says to say, amen, amen, that even though there's certain things she doesn't have to uh, swear about, that she had no relations, but once you're already making her swear, yeah, on this case, you can McGonagall roll it onto the other case as well. So what do you see here? Now, this would seem to be, at face value, more, uh, more of a corollary to Rebchia's case by the Aiden. Because you're using the Aid Echad to not only make the person have to swear on money that he is claiming against you, but you also now have to take an oath on something that the Aid Echad never came against. Right? And still you have to make a shvur. So then Kalvachomer, if Adam are stronger than an Eid Echad, then Kalvachomer, Adam should be able to do the same thing. So if they say that you owe the first 50, they should be able to make a, uh, you take an oath on the second 50 as well. Clear? Yeah. yeah. So it says like this. So therefore, so therefore, Amarapapa, Amarapapa, Azimegilu Shvur de Eid Echad. Right? So Gemara says like this, we don't think it's such a good raya. Now let me say it outside and then we'll see it inside. Gemara says, a very chash of a chilek. Listen to the chilek. Gemara saying is like this, in the case of Eid Echad, right? Is it the aid that is inducing the shvua on the area, on the, on the, let's say it's two cases, right? So is it the Eid Echad, the power of the Eid Echad that's schlepping in the oath on the first case? Or is it the power of the shvur that is causing it to happen? Do you understand what, what I'm saying here? 
right? Lechora, it's because you already have to make an oath on the second scenario. That oath has the ability to pull. It's not the aid echad. It's not the, the money that he came again. Right. Now, if that's the case, then you can't compare it again to the case of Rabchia. Because in the case of Rabchia, what the Edom are showing up, they're not making you make a shvu on the first 500. They're making you pay on the first 500. So how do you see from Eid Echad, you can bring me a Raya, that you can make an oath on something that never came against? You have the difference. So Gemara says like this. So it says the Gemara, Ma Legilgul Shvua, to aid Echad, that I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you, I'll show you that you can't compare to the case of Gilgul. So what do we see in the case of the Gilgul Shvua to aid Echad? Shekein Shvua Goyere Shvua. It's the one Shvua that is pulling in the second Shvua. It's the fact that you had to make a Shvua on the one case, which allows you then to draw, expand the Koch of the Shvua to make you have to take an oath on the second Shvua. Tomar Be'edim, can you say the same thing in the case of Rabchia? In the case of Rabchia, you don't have one Shvua pulling in another Shvua. Why? Because the first 500 that they're testifying against, you're actually going to have to pay. So how do you see in that case that the money they're paying can slip a shvua on the on the second five hundred that you don't see over here. Tell me the edim the moment come mechayvi that that it's the that that they're mechayvi you the money and 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 you, and, you, and who says that the chiyuv on the first hundred that mechayvi money has the capacity to generate a shvua on the second five hundred? Right, home with me. Says the more that's no not so difficult because piv yochiach. All right, because the case of the regular case of motor mixtas will prove. Because what happens in a case of motor mixtas? I say, Ruven owes me $1,000, okay? Ruven says, I only owe you 500. So he's been motor in the first 500. His admission on the money in the first 500, what does that do? That generates a shvua. So you see, it's not a shvua having to generate a shvua, it's his admission. So therefore, you're saying is maybe you can only generate a second shvua. If there was a first shvua, we see that's not, that's not uh, correct. Because the case of motive emits us, that's not what happens. And therefore, I should be able to learn, therefore, Aiden should be like the case of motive emits us. Right? So what it says like this, but we already showed you that you cannot learn out Adem from Piv. Piv was the amount when you're admission. Why? Because Malab Piv Shekin Ain't We already showed that there is no, you can't contradict Piv, whereas you could contradict Adem. Two Adem go against two Adem, we throw out the case. Two Adem go against Piv, you don't contradict the Piv, you still have to pay the money. So therefore, so, you, so to, to bring Piv, if you go head-to-head Adam against Piv, we already showed Piv is stronger than Adam, so you can't say because Piv generates a, 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 a shvur on, on, the, on, the, on the second 500, so Adam should be able to do that. So Moira says like this, Now, Lechora, so why, why can't I learn Adam from Piv? Because Adam is subject to Hakosha, whereas Piv is not. Moira says, but, that, but I'll show you that that argument's not such a great argument too. Because Eid Echad Yochiach, Eid Echad shows you that, that an Eid Echad, can he induce an oath? Is he subject to Akhasha? Not. Yes, no, he, he, he is. is. So you see that even if you're subject to Akhash, you could still generate. It means we're saying you can't learn Aiden from Piv. Piv generates an oath because it's not subject to Akhash. Aiden, which are subject to Akhash, maybe can't generate an oath. What's, so, what's, so, what's, what's, what's Akhash? 
Contradict, contradiction. But Eid Echad, which is subject to Akasha, could also generate. On that we had a question, yeah, but the Eid Echad only generates the Shvur on the first $500. On the first five, how do we see that you can generate on the second? So therefore, so Eid Echad, Yechiyach, Sheyesh, Ma'akasha. Eid Echad is subject to Akasha, Umechai, Veshvur. Aye, the problem with that was, Ma'ala Eid Echad, Chakain, Almashu, Meid, Unishba, but he only makes you an oath on the first $500, not generating on the second. Can you compare that to the case of the Adim that on the on the part that's being denied you want to ext- you want to make the oath and on that piv So what we have here instead of being a direct kalvachomer we have what's called a tzara shava. So let me explain to me explain what's happening over here. It's uh, if you see commonality between A and B you can apply it to C. So now what is, instead of a head-to-head kalvachomer, we're having A and what's common between A and B applied to C. Now, and, and the deficiencies of A, if they're not found in B, or the deficiencies of B are not found in A, cancel each other out. And what's common between them is left can apply to C. Unless they don't have any specific commonalities that doesn't apply to C, then we'd be allowed to. So what are we learning out here? We want to learn out A to Echad, that says A. B we want, is going to be piv. Between the two of them, we want to apply the ability to induce a shvur to C. The case of Adim, when Adim say you owe the first 500, that you have to take a shvur, Rab Chir's Allah. And how does it work? Because we said head to head, if you try to learn out Eid Echad to, uh, to, to Adim, it doesn't really work because Eid Echad makes you take an oath on the first 500. He's not making him take an oath on the second 500. So he said, that's not a, a, a and, and Adem, by the case of Adem, they wanted to make the oath on the second 500. We said, it's not a problem, because Piv Yochir, Piv will show you that the mouth can generate an oath that makes a, a guy admit he has to take an oath on the second 500. We said, yeah, but when you learn how Piv compared to Adem, Piv can be contradicted. I mean, Adem can be contradicted as Akhosha. Piv does not have Akhosha. Yeah, but Eid Echad doesn't. Uh, but Eid Echad has Akhosha. So it does. So you see, Akhosha is not what allows the generation of the oath because you have Akhosha by the Eid Echad. So there we can. So therefore, between the two, Akhosha, the weakness of Akhosha is not a problem because Eid Echad, Echad hasn't. The but the fact that Eid Echad is only on the first uh, five hundred. Not the same, it's not a problem, that's not a weakness, because Piv has it. Between the two of them, there's a claim and there's a denial which can result in an oath being generated, which allows the oath to be generated by the case of Adam. Let's finish this up. No. So one says like this. So therefore, like this. So therefore, the Chazar Hadin, that's where we're up to. I want to see it. The Chazar Hadin, now the logic returns, meaning. Uh, the nature of one is not like the nature of the other. It means whatever the deficiency by one is not the deficiency by the other. And the, the, the nature of the other one, whatever is deficient by the other, we're talking about between Piv and Eid Echad, is not common by both. Which therefore, they need deficiencies. Well, that... Do you, uh, or, or, uh, I mean, or deficiency or, or the strength. I mean, the way it depends how you want to look at it. But the point is that cannot have a bearing on the shvua because they don't share that between each other. Whether it be hakasha or the lack of hakasha, or it be on the first five hundred or be on the second five hundred, they don't share that. Tada shava. What do they? What they do share is time of a That they come. The oath is generated where there is a claim. 
and there is a denial, Venishba, and that generates an oath. Af ani avi Adam, so I can bring Adam that has the same thing. Shali de taina vekfira heim boy. There is a claim of a thousand dollars, a denial of the full thousand dollars, and the Adam show up on the first five hundred and say he owes it. That will generate the oath vanishba on the second five hundred, which supports now. It's not actually a kalva chomer. It's a it's a it's a modification of a kalva chomer. It's a tzad hashava. But that's what Rav Chia was saying can be utilizing, not necessarily kalva chomer. It starts with kalva chomer and morphs into a tzad hashava. That is the proof that we have that 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 the ha'adas adam will generate a shvur on the second uh, on the second five hundred. So Moira says like this. Now this is the way to refute the Tzad HaShavah. How do you refute the Tzad HaShavah? You show that A and B have a commonality, a strength that C does not. Okay? Moira says like... This is how we're going to try and knock this out. Yes, correct. So what Moira is going to say is like this. Is that L'chora is... What Moira is going to say is following. Something between an 8 Ahad and a Tev that two Adam do not have. Correct, or something that uh, that that Adam have that could uh, take away your ability to take a shvur that the other two do not, and that's the really we're going to go with that. Then, one thing like this is that the one is understanding that when two Adam testify against you, you said I don't owe a hundred dollars, I don't owe the thousand dollars, and two Adam came along and said you do. Ostensibly, what they have now turned you into is a liar. There's no, there's no shoe. You don't have to take an oath at that point. You're What's guilty. that? No, no, no. But the point is, no, the guy only came on the first 500. You want to take the, remember the case is that they only testified you owe the first 500. Oh, okay. You want to, now that they, on the first 500, they said you're lying, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, by Eid Echad, and Eid Echad does not have ability to say you're a liar. You're given the chance to make an oath against him, then you're not. But so, the, so by Eid Echad, you're not a liar. And where you admitted, that's also not admitting. He says you owe a thousand. No, I only owe five hundred. You're not making yourself into a liar by admitting it. Yes, it does generate an oath. But maybe the point that was asked, maybe we only allow you to take an oath where you're not established to be a liar. But if you're established as a liar, maybe we don't allow you to take an oath. That's the Gemara's question over here. Everyone here? So Gemara says like this. So it says, I'll tell you there's a commonality between A and B, which allows there still to be an oath being generated, that because of the eight echot, or because of the admission, the person was not established as a liar. Tomar, can you say the same thing? That he does lechora. He is he's now, what's the word, the legal terms? He has uh, perjured. He has perjured himself, right? He has shown to be a liar. It's not actually perjured himself, but because he's not contradicting something he himself said before. But, but the bottom line is, he's been shown to be a liar. Someone says like this, is that true? Someone says, is that really true that by Aden, Mil Zakafran, have you been made into a Kafran, right? Lechora, we had this at the end of Babakama. Right? Mara says in Babakama like this, is that if a person is uh, there's a difference. They, 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 the the, the uh, Rav Edi says there's a difference when you go to somebody and say you owe me a thousand dollars that I lent you, and he says no, I don't. As opposed when you go, where is my object that I gave you to watch? Rav Edi made a distinction in terms of whether the person, if Adam show up now, 
and validate the claim against the defendant, does that person become disqualified from Adam? Which means, basically, is it hooks a coffin? Have you now shown that he's a liar? Right? And now, what's the distinction? So by Picardon, or it says like this, is the case of Picardon, there's no question. If I say that I gave you an object, all right, and you say, no, you didn't give me the object, and Adam show up and say, that object is on his porch, there's no way to explain why he, the only way to explain why he said that, uh, that, I, that, that, that I don't own the object, he was trying to steal it. There's no way to define, he has the object, he says he, does, he didn't have it. So that guy is, becomes disqualified from, from witnesses, uh, from testifying, right? However, Rabbi Edith said it's not true in the case of Milver. Because in the case of Milver, we do give a person the, uh, the capacity to at least, we, we give him the benefit of the doubt that it could be that, you know what, he didn't have any money. He didn't have any money. And the only reason he said, no, I don't have, because he wants to buy himself some time to be able to go get the money. Or even if he has, maybe he owes that money for its earmark or something else. He doesn't have the money right now to pay you back. And therefore, even though Adam showed up and said that, no, you owe the money, it does not necessarily make him into a liar to the point that he'll become disqualified now from Adus. He becomes disqualified as possible Adus. So what do you see? That even in a case where a person denies and Adam show up, that doesn't automatically make him into a kafran. If there is any way we can explain it by saying that the person was really back against the wall and he did intend to pay, then we don't, and then we can still allow him to take an oath. Because it's not that the guy is out and out. It's similar to what we said before when there's like a rationalization to a person's uh, denial that allows the person to... Uh, so that's interesting. So what it says like this. So Tomar be'edim shekein hukzan kafran... I'm not fracking more. Well, be'edim hukzan kafran. Do we really say by Adam that he's considered to be a kafran? We consider him out and out liar. He'd become disqualified from Adam, etc. L'chorah amarav idi bar avin amarav chisdo hakofer be'milva If someone denies a loan, which is the case we're talking about over here, he denies uh, a loan and then Adam show up and show and say that he does, right? Right? So then, Koshala Edus. It does not necessarily disqualify him. But Picardon, on the other hand, but if it is a Picardon and Adam testify that he has it, then what's the rule over there? Possible Edus. Now, what does that do? Why are we bringing that in here? Because now we're showing is, because you wanted to say is, Lechora, maybe even though we let an Eid Echad, or Hodaz, where the person voted by Miktas, even though in those two cases we let him take the oath, maybe we shouldn't let him take the oath in the case where Edim or Tester, because it makes him into a liar. We, we just showed that when it's alone, it doesn't disqualify him from being able to testify, for sure it won't disqualify him from being able to take the oath. Right. Okay, Morris is fine. You've, that's a good rebuttal. I'm going to ask a different problem. Again, on the Tzadah Shava. We're asking on the Tzadah Shava that it should not be a valid Tzadah Shava. Right? Why? We've only talked about Hakhasha. Remember, by Eidus, there's two things that can stop you from using the Eidus. Number one is if two other Adams say that's not what happened. 
You're saying we, you're saying we saw uh, Reuven kill Shimon. No, Reuven didn't kill Shimon. That uh, there was uh, Shimon fell off a cliff. Now, what are you doing in that case? You actually throw out both testimonies. It means they, they, they uh, cancel each other out. That's called hakasha. Hakasha is when they cancel out each other. But there is a, a more powerful tool, Xeris Hakasha, where, where they come and say, how could you have said that you saw that? You were with us. Masechah's Malchus, Adam Zoman. All right? Now, the Mura assumes right now that Hazama, and we do to them what they intended to inflict on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the defendant, we do to them, as in, that only applies by Eidus. That is something that applies by Eidus. What the Mora is asking is as follows. Now, the Mora is assuming right now is obviously on, an, on a self-admission there can't be Hazoma. How can you, how can you be amazed of someone? You cannot say, there's no way to be amazed of someone in a case of, 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 of self-admission. Of and even Eid Echad, the Gemara assumes right now, because Eid Echad is not inflicting financial or any type of punishment. They can say, due to him, that would... So there's no... Gemara assumes there can't be Hazama on Eid Echad. There can't be Hazama on Piv. But Eidim does have the weakness of Hazama. So maybe where there's a weakness of Hazama, you can't take an oath. Right? That's what I was asking. So Gemara says like this. So maybe lechayre la parachachi malatzad shavish behen shekain ain number Torahs hazama they're not in the parish of hazama eight echad and piv tamar beedu edim sheish my Torahs hazama so what says halokasha that that we don't really consider so difficult because rabchia Torahs hazama la parich not in the parish of hazama rabchia does not consider that to actually be a a weakness? A, 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 a question. Now, why not? So now Rashi says over here, there's a lot, there's a Ritva explaining Rashi Shita, but what Rashi says over here is, is that your assumption is there cannot be Hazama on an Eid Echad is really a false assumption. Right? What, what that means is as follows. Let's say an Eid Echad shows up and says, Ruvain, you owe the thousand dollars. Don't say, don't deny it, because... Uh, I was there and I saw Wednesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in downtown LA, I saw Shimon lend you the $1,000. This is Eid Echad. Eid Echad, right? What happens if two other witnesses show up and say, how could you, the Eid Echad, say you saw that? You were with us in the valley at exactly the same time, right? I don't think it makes a difference. So now it's true that the, the punishment of Hazama that will do to uh, them what they did to... But you, you did but, but, but you disqualify him. If, that, that will disqualify him. I mean, you it's disqualify not, him, but not make him higher for the punishment. Because, because, there, was, because there was... The, the, because Your the, didn't get because he didn't cause him to pay the money either. Okay. Meaning like this. So basically what you're saying is, is that your ability to make him take an oath, we're now taking away... The, but, but it is subject to the laws of Hazama in terms of... Being able to disqualify him. Therefore, Rabkhir doesn't hold it's a question. That's how Rashi, I think, explains it. All right, let's see inside. All right. Um, Okay, okay. Uh, Elo says the Gemara like this. Now, the Gemara basically, it it, it doesn't, doesn't make a big deal about it, but the Gemara really has come to a conclusion that 
When Rabchia says that Adim that testify on the that, that you do owe the first five hundred, it will generate an oath on the second five hundred, and this can be learned out not necessarily through a kavachomer, but through a tzada shava utilizing eight echad and piv between eight echad and piv. That's how we will know. And the Gemara says that is that's where we come conclude. So therefore, but says the Gemara, you're right. We've given up on trying to disqualify the first ruling of Rabchia, but what we don't like is his comparison to our Mishnah. Remember, Rabchia wanted so, so to bring. So therefore, a, according to so now we, we we're landing that we do agree with Rabchia's Kavachomer. Then you, you yeah, but we, we're saying it's not an actual Kavachomer; it's not a Shabbat. Yeah, yeah, that we're sticking with we're it. We're sticking with it. But we don't like the that proof he's, he's that he compared to the Mishnah. Now let's remember how Rabbi compared to the Mishnah. Rabbi said, when I'm holding on to something, it's as if Adam say that it's mine. Right? So therefore, uh, Reuben and Shimon are fighting over a garment. And Reuben is saying, this garment is all mine. All right? Shimon is saying, it's not, none of it is yours. Right? Reuben is holding on to half. So it's as if the, te- the witnesses are contradicting Shimon's claim. Because what is Shimon's claim? I, I own at least half. No, no, no. Shimon's saying, Shimon's saying, Ruben, you don't own any of it, right? I don't owe you any of it. It's all mine. And Adim are saying, no, the first 500 belongs to Ruben. And what does that generate? It generates an oath on the second 500. That's what you want to say. So you see that the Adim can generate, that's what you want to bring a riot from the case of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, that is a problematic comparison. That is what the Gemara doesn't like. Let's see inside. Ella, uh, 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 the place? Ella, the Ka'amar, the, se- the second, the statement that Rab- that that that, that uh, Rabbi Chia wanted to do to bolster his uh, his his teaching, the Tana Tuna, that the Tana supports his teaching. Me, dummy, can you compare it to the case that Rabbi Chia is discussing? Remember, Rabbi Chia's case is. That Reuven says to Shimon, "You owe me a thousand dollars." Shimon says, "I don't own you, and I don't owe you anything." And then Adam show up. Two Adam show up that says that he has to pay, that he owes the first half. That was his case, and therefore we said that it should be like the same way as motive and mixes generates on the second half. So too, the Adam on on mixes of the claim should generate an oath on the second half, right? So one says it like this, and that, and we wanted to compare it to the case of our Mishnah. One says that, how can you compare the case of Mishnah? Me, dummy. Hasam, in the case of Rabchia, Lamalva Isle Sahadi, the lender has witnesses. Guy, what are the lenders' witnesses saying? Let's say Ruben's the lender, Shimon's the borrower. So, what are the two witnesses saying? That, that the claim of the thousand, at least 500 of it, we're supporting the claim of. The lender. But the only one that has witnesses in that case is who? The, uh, the, the lender. The lender is the only one that has the witnesses, right? Lamalva is Leisadi. Lalova is Leisadi. And the Lova, the borrower, has no witnesses proving anything about his denial, correct? Right? He doesn't have any witnesses to back himself up, say that he doesn't own anything. The only thing is, 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 is that he doesn't owe anything. The only thing that he has is his denial, but he has no one backing up that his denial with any witnesses. Right? Now, because what would happen, right? Let's speak it out. 
What would happen is if Ruvain brought witnesses that I that that you owe the five hundred, and Shimon brought witnesses that at least five hundred he doesn't own. What do you think would happen in that case? I say you owe me a thousand. I bring two witnesses say that I, you owe five hundred, and he brings witnesses that. You don't, or, or even let's say the same witnesses, Rashi makes the case. Let's say the same witness would have said, 500 you owe, 500 you don't owe. What would you say the case over there? There's no question. He would have to pay the 500 but and there would be no owe. Right, there would be no school. But, but that's not the case of Rabkhia. The case of Rabkhia is only one part, party has witnesses. There's no witnesses in exist. How can you compare it to our Mishnah that uh, was about to ask? Because the same way as saying me holding is considered like I have witnesses, right. then you holding is considered like you have witnesses. So then there shouldn't be an oath. Clearly the oath of the Mishnah has nothing to do with Moda B'Mikzas. It's going back to what either Rabbi Yochanan or Rabbi Papa said, that it's a special Takonas, a special Takonas Rabbonon, but it has nothing to do with the din of Moda B'Mikzas that you have to take an oath, right? You, you understand the point is being made. So what it says like this, Because if the borrower, if Shimon would have had witnesses, or witnesses would have testified that on what? That he doesn't owe any money. Rabkhia would not have required there to be an oath. If each one has witnesses, one has witnesses that he has owed the money, one has witnesses he doesn't have the oath on either they cancel each other out, or let's say even on the same thousand, one, one set of witnesses saying you owe 500 and he doesn't owe 500, again, you would not have any requirement of oath. The reason why it's a Shiloh Rabkhia because only the lender has witnesses that the guy owes him 500, so that's why it generates an oath to the second 500. So therefore, uh, uh, but in our Mishnah, where you want to say holding is like having witnesses, so should be the gears. But just as we are witnesses on the one party to say that he has his half, Anansari Baha'i, that we also have testifying to the other party that what? That has his, his half. And therefore, the din of motive and mixtas or comparing to Hadis Aidas Bamitzvah to comparing, that doesn't even come to a play. And I feel and even so they take an oath. Clearly the oath of the Mishnah has nothing to do with the Shvur Daraisa, or whether it's Hadis Aidan Bamitzvah or Motiv Bamitzvah. What's the reason for the Shvur of the Mishnah? Some other rabbinical enactment, like we learned yesterday, is Rabbi Yochanan says that people shouldn't go and grab things belonging to someone else, but that has nothing to do with the ruling of Rab Chia. So Allah says the Gemara, Ki itn vatana tuna, when did Rab Chia bring down that the Mishnah supports his ruling, Aidach de Rab Chia? It's on not Rab Chia Kamaisa, but Rabkhiya Basraisa. We're going to see two rulings. We already had the one ruling, it was substantiated. The ruling of Rabkhiya was that witnesses that testify and uh, uh, that the claimants, that part of the claimant's claim is correct and part of the defendant's denial is, is, is false or is incorrect can generate an oath on the second half. So that we already shown, that the same way as you have motive mixtas, there's hadas aidim bimiktas. But what we said, that the Tanatuna, they want to bring a rhyme from the Mishnah, doesn't fit the first ruling of Rabkhia. But now we're going to see a second ruling of Rabkhia that Lechora is, is supported. That's where Rabkhia did say it, and we'll discuss if it does work or it does not. It's more says like this. So therefore, Tanatuna idach de Rabkhia. 
Itmar. It was stated on the second ruling of Rabchia. Now, in order for me to explain this, there's going to be a machlokas Rabchia and Rabsheshis, okay? And it's, it, this is known as the sugya of Halech. Halech just means here it is, okay? Now, listen carefully. Let's say I go to Ira and I say, you owe me $1,000. So Ira says, I don't owe you $1,000. All I owe you is 500 and here it is. Now, what's the nuance different than what we had before? Now you've paid at the same time. I'm telling you, here it is. This is all there is. So now there's two ways you could look at this situation. One way you could say, listen, still motive emits us. At the end of the day, your motive emits us. We're going to see Rav Sheshit disagrees. Rav Sheshit says, by saying here it is, you're now reframing. This was all there was. Here it is. Now, you're saying, what about the other 500? That's like a different case. And on that case, I denied completely. Therefore, it doesn't generate an oath. Meaning, what the difference you, is... You, you separated that. According to I mean, in, in the first case, in the first case of Rabchia, where there's a regular case of motive and mitzvahs, or a case of Ha'adas Edim B'mitzas. Over there, the situation is, you're right, I do owe it to you. Still gonna have to go through a case, they're gonna go to Bastin, Bastin gonna have to make you have to pay it, etc., etc. But it's still all one scenario. But over here, when I say, here it is, right? When I say, here it is, so basically what I'm now reframing, your claim against me is only this 500, here's the 500. Now there is a big machlokas over here getting into the Rashi's, I don't want to get involved and get that. Is it specifically, if it's a case of pikadon, meaning like this, I said you owe me five cows, I gave you five cows, and you said only three cows, and here are the three cows, or is it even in a case of money? Because the issue with money is a little more difficult because money, as soon as you give the guy $1,000, that $1,000 now becomes his $1,000, no longer your $1,000. So when you say here it is, it's really, it's not the same $1,000 that the person gave you. Rashi complicates it by Rashi saying is, Rashi says, here's the money you gave me, I haven't touched it. Right? So the question, you take a look in the, in the graph over here, it says, but it shouldn't make a difference because money, as soon as you gave it to the person, it's no longer his, it becomes yours. So what I mean here it's, it's his, no longer, I haven't... I haven't it's no longer his meaning, no longer the guy that... The lender. It's no longer the lender, is the borrower now is considered, it's his hundred dollars. He doesn't give back that thousand dollars, he can give back any thousand dollars. Right. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to confuse the matter here, I'm just pointing that out. But the point is that the idea of Halich is, the din of Halich is, by saying here it is, that doesn't chop it down into now a, there's two claims. One claim, I'm giving it back to you completely because here it is. And the other claim is a ko for bako, which I shouldn't have to take an oath, or it's still viewed as a mode of a mixtus. That's going to be what the second teaching of Rav Chia is going to focus on. So let's see. So let's see this inside. The statement that let the Mishnah back it up is going So the second teaching uh, of Rav Chia, that's what's going. Again, starts off the same. You owe me a hundred dollars. He says, no, you only gave me 50 zuz. And what's Vahelech mean? Here it is. Chayev says Rav Chia, that doesn't change the matter. That's still going to be what? Moedah even in a case of Halech, you're still going to have taken oath on the second 50. 
My timer. Heilach nami kamei b'mitzvah dami. I says Rabbi I don't consider that the fact that you're presenting it right now. Changes. All right. Now the Ezer Pnei Yeshua says that if you actually gave it to him, not you said here it is, but he actually has taken it. Maybe that. Then, then everybody would agree. Then that's considered to be kofarakol on the. Yeah, that 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 the particular he brings a deal from from Rashi, but let's go on. What is it like this? Vatana tuna. Now in the second teaching, Rab Chia says you can bring a raya from our Mishnah. Now I'm going to tell you how Rashi learns this. Tosfos deals with a big Tosfos here. He says that can't be pshat. I'm telling you how Rashi learns pshat. And when you learn this, please God, you'll see how to justify what Rashi is saying because Rashi has some difficult problems as we will too. What Rashi learns, how is this supporting Rabchia? So he says, the way it's supporting Rabchia is that when I have, am holding the two garments in our Mishnah, right? I'm holding the garment. It's, the part that I'm holding, it's as if, what did you do? It's as if gave you gave it to me. It's like you gave me, so therefore it's, it's like a halach situation, right? Take it, here it is. And I'm holding, and I'm letting you hold on to it. So you're holding on to it, therefore, what do we see? It still doesn't protect you. You still have to take an oath on the second half. So you see, even in a case of halach, you're still taking the shua. You're still taking the shua. The problem is, as According Tosu, to who? The problem, as Tosa points out, but that's only predicated on the first teaching of Rabchia that we look at that like a mode of a mixtus. But we already showed that because since each one has it, we don't look at that as a mode of a mixtus situation. It's a special Tatmanas Chachamim. So how can you, even in the second Lashen, how can you try and bring a Raya? That this is a that Halach is motive makes us. If we already showed in the first Russian that this is not a motive makes us scenario, that's the problem that Tosfos has on Rashi. Okay, let's see. So what it says as follows: and the proof is for this hey, that Halach is still considered motive makes us is from the case of our Mishnah. because over here cave in the Tafis that since. I'm holding on to half of the talus, or uh, my, my, my holding on to gives me half of the talus. Anan Sadi, the mighty toughest. And so, therefore, we are testifying, we can attest to the fact that what you're holding on to, hey, look, it's like, hey, look, it's as if the other guy was saying, take it, it's yours. It's like it's become yours by holding on to it. It's as if the person is saying, the other person is saying, here, take it, it's yours. Vektani, but still, nevertheless, Yeshava, it doesn't protect you, you take a, a, from a, taking an oath on the on the other half. You do have, right? You have to take it. Right, yeah, right. You have it to take. Doesn't protect you from not taking an oath. It doesn't protect you from not taking an oath. Correct. Now, what does Rav Shesha say? Rav Shesha disagrees with this. He says Rav Shesha's Amar Halech is Potter. I disagree. In the case of Halech, you do not have. It's not the same as Potter Vemiktas, and you do not have to take an oath on the second half. My time. I came to Amar Halech. Since he said, take, honey Zuzi, take these, these, this money, right? Take this money to come because I agree with you that this is at least, this is what I owe you, all right? So therefore, it's as if, once I said, take it, it's as if you already gave it to him. This is the Diyak of Pnei Even though you didn't have to actually give it to him, but saying this is yours, as if I've already paid you back, and, and now, and now the second 50 that you're claiming that I didn't pay you back, 
That's halomodila. I'm not agreeing to any of that claim at all. That's like a separate claim. And on that claim, I'm a kol for bakol. And a kol for bakol does not have to take an oath. All right? Hildav leka hodaz mixes a taina. Therefore, it's not considered to be a modus of mixes a taina. And there is no shvur in this particular situation. Now, the Gemara asks, but did not Rabbi have a proof from our Mishnah? Doesn't the case of our Mishnah indicate that it is a, a, a halo situation? You still have to take an oath. Our Mishnah, the Shvu in our Mishnah, is not because of Moda Bemiktas and a hey look, it's a special like Rabbi Yochan already said before. So you cannot bring me a Raya from the case of the Mishnah. Now, what does Rav Chia do with that? Now, this is a no, Rav Chia because the Chorah, he also agreed. We have said in the first version, he also agreed that this is not really technically a mode of a mixus, and for, for not a mode of mixus, for sure not a situation of Hela. And the Shvur in the Mishnah is only a Takana. So how could you bring me a raya at all that Halach is still considered to be a mode of a mikzah? So really the question we're asking on Rashi and what the Havamina was, the one is asking Lamaskana over here, how could you bring me a raya of, for Halach if this is not really a Halach situation, this is not a mode of mikzah situation, and the Shvur is for a different reason, it's the Takonas Chachamim. Right? So when it says like this, so when it says in, Rabbiya does agree. Now a very interesting says for here. Rabbiya says Takonas Chacham, but we know that Chachamim generally, when they made Takonas, they they mastered themselves, they mirrored Darisus. Means the way they made the takana, if this is similar to a Dorisa situation, then we go ahead and make this. So I mean like this, is that even though you're right, it's not really a classical mode of a mixas slash halach situation. It's not that way. However, it does look a little bit that way. And therefore, since if a derisa halich would require a shvua, so here, because this looks a little bit like that, then they made the takana that you have to have it. But they based themselves on the derisa to make their own. So if they made the takana's rachamim, must be that if it would have been actually been the derisa situation, you also would have had to make the oath. All right? So Moses says like this. In takonas gachamimi, umi o iam rabbi shalom and midoraisa heilachayev. If midoraisa a real deraisa heilach would be chayev, then you can understand masachnu rabbon and shvua kain deraisa. So the gachamim will make a shvua on a case that looks like a heilach, even though it's not really a heilach. But that's when they would establish the takona. Ella iam midoraisa heilach potter, but if midoraisa heilach would be potter, then in this case, which looks like a heilach, they would not require. And oath. So therefore, so therefore, imidam mm-hmm. ad midrais eila potter masakni rabbanon the the imam ad midrais eila potter masakni rabbanon shvua the lazy gavaz deraisa where the rachamim established the shvua where there's no corollary to it midrais. And now, just as again for eon purposes, the chora this answer seems to be only good for the second ruling of Rabchia. The first ruling of Rabchia, well. It, it's not. And you have to really figure that out. There's a Chidush Aram discusses over here. Why is this only an answer? For the second. For the second. Why can't you say the same thing? Well, the first one looks like a motive of mixes because really, it, 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 and, and therefore, why, why can't we give the same answer on the, when we had, oh, you're right, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. The, what's that? Why in the case of Heilich is this Svara a good Svara? That's something to think about. Let's go weiter. All right. 
Mesive. Okay, now the Gemara is going to ask now on Rabchia, second ruling, so Rabchia Basraisa, Rabchia's din of, uh, what's his name? Of Haluch. All right. We have a document, a lender pulls out a document against the borrower, and in it it says, You owe me Sloyim Dinorim. Sloyim, plural, Dinorim, plural. Sloyim are usually larger coins, Dinorim are smaller coins, and it doesn't have an amount. There's no amount written. Okay? Slime is not the amount? Slime is not an amount. It's type of coins. It's, it's coins. You owe me coins, slime coins. Dollars and shekels, you owe me. You owe me dollars and shekels. Now, Milva Omer Chamesh. So the lender says, yeah, we forgot to put it in, but you owe me five slime. Lova Omer Shalosh. He says only three. Again, there's a lot of raid. Why I have to talk about slime and denom? Let's just stick with slime over here in a moment. So therefore he says, I only owe you three. Now, Rav Shimon Omer, Hoyel v'hoyel v'mikzas, a tiny shava. That's more of a mikzas. Because he's claiming... What's that? Rav Shimon Omer. He's claiming you owe five. He's saying I only three, but you're claiming part of what he's saying. So three out of five, more of a mikzas. He should have to swear on the balance, right? But you have a document that says you owe. The document doesn't say anything, though. It doesn't say how much. It doesn't say amount. Right, it says you owe. Okay, we'll see. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Eino El Kamesh Aveda, Upater. He says this person should be like returning a lost object because the document in plural, what does plural generally connote? More than two. 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 And he's telling you three. If he was lying, two. We'd have said two. The fact that he says three, that's like a Mesh Aveda. The same way as one Mesh Aveda has got a Migla, I don't have to give back to you. And therefore, there's Potter, you don't Potter from what? Potter from pain or Potter from a Shvua? Shvua, Shvua, not pain. We're not going to have to right? All right. Now, what do you see? Let's focus on Rav Shimon Loza. Tani Mia, we see nevertheless Rav Shimon Loza Eimer. Ha'yol v'hoda mitzah satayna. So therefore, ha'yol v'hoda mitzah satayna. He says, since he admitted to part of the claim, yeshava, right? Now, what case did Rav Shimon Loza come up with? Case of three. Now, if you just wanted to create motive mitzahs, why did he pick a case of three? Why didn't he pick the case of two? Everybody with me on this? Yeah. Right? It's mashma only because it was three is a generate an oath of motive and mixes. But if the guy would have said two, I, two is also motive mixes. I'll tell you no, because two is like halach. Because since two is being supported by the document, the document it's that this saying is, yeah, here, take it, take it. Oh, there, uh, it's two, all there is is two. And therefore, it would not have made it, you would not have had it. Rabchia's mashma is only chai because he said three. If he would have said two, because it was two, then why give the case of three? Only said two. Two, you'd be butter. Why? Because that's more like Halech. Halech. It's more like Halech. A document is tied to the land. It's like, here it is, take it. I mean, like, well, that's the one assuming in the question. All right. So how you mix as a tiny yeshava? Time it amar sholish. Hash time would it say time would be potter? But high star the kamoidi bein. Now the star that he's admitting to is a case. If he would have said two, it would be like hey look. Why is a star like hey look? Because here it is. Here it is. Meaning and the star represents, represents two. So two. Here, here it is. Therefore, that would, but you see from Shimon, it's only mode of a mix because he said three. But he would have said two. Potter. Why would it have been Potter? So you see, according to here, Heilach is Potter, not Chayev. Right. That's not Shad, says the Gemara. I could tell you, Rabchia would have said, Rabshimon Allah would have said, Chayev by two also. So why did he pick the case of three? 
If you're chayav by two, because he wants to show you not like Rab, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, since he said three, it's Meshav Aveda, you guys are mingled. He was, I'm, I'm disagreeing with Rabbi Akiva. Even if the guy says three, I still hold your chayav ashvur. Not like Rabbi Akiva says that by three, it's a Meshav Aveda, and therefore you're potter from ashvur. Maybe that, but two, maybe you'll be chayav two. Not big, and, and because Halech is chayav. So what it says like this. So there it says like this. So why does Shemalozah say three? La'afukim in Rabbi Akiva to the exclusion of Rabbi Akiva. The Amar Meshav Aveda having that you're that Rabbi Akiva holds you're a Meshav Aveda by three. Well, Potter Kamash Malan. That's why Shemalozah says that no, I disagree. It's still considered murder makes us and you are a tiny Havi Vachayev. The Gemara says the problem with that is Iachi. If Rabbi Shemalozah actually holds that you're chayev on two. And he just wants to give you the example that you're chayev on three as well because he wants to just disagree with the position of Rabbi Akiva that it's not a Meshav Aveda. Then Rabbi should say, Yachir, Rabbi Shimon, Melazar, Oimer, he shouldn't say, Hoyil, the Hodib, Mixus, Atani, Yeshava. Since it's Mordemi, he should say that even, he should say, even this is a Mordemi, Mixus. Because what he's coming to dispel is that it's not a Meshav Aveda. So he shouldn't say that this is a Mordemi, Mixus. No, Mordemi, Mixus would have been two as well. But he's trying to say that even this is a Mordemi, Mixus, if he's coming just to dispel the position of Rabbi Akiva. Avze Yeshava, me so Elila Olam Shtaim is Potter. So that must be Shtaim is Potter, according to Rabbi Shimon Lozer. But what I'm saying is it could be Potter for a different reason. Halech could still be Chayev, like Rabbi Chia. Rabbi Chia said, why would he be Potter by two and even though you're Chayev by three? Ve'elech Chayev. Shani Hacha to come The difference is, like Yisrael said, is because over here, it's not because of Halech you're Potter. It's because the person who says two we don't want to make you swear because if, you, if no number was written in, then generally, what would you assume? It's two. It's two. So he's supported by the star. That's why he wouldn't have to take an oath by two. Not because of Halech. Where it says, so Inami, or another reason is because a star, when you document a loan, what does it do? It creates a lien on what? The property. On property. When a person is denying something that involves property, property, you don't have an oath. So because the star has a shibud a lien on the land, and we do not make an oath on shibud karkos. Morna brings an alternative version, an alternative girsa. Whereas the first version, we brought a raya from Rav Loza. We're trying to bring a raya supporting Rav Shaisis against Rav Chia. Second. Uh, version of the Brisa folk. The second version focuses on Rabbi Akiva, and actually, will be bringing a question against Rabbi Sheshis, trying to support the position of Rabbi Chia. So, let's see. Uh, so let's see it inside. So it says as follows: Some ask the question from the second part of the Brisa, which is Rabbi Akiva. It says like this: That when you say three. The, the Tviya is five, and you respond by three, you're a potter because you're like a Meshavah Veda, and you have a Migu. Now, L'chayra time, Adama Shalash Mashma, you're Meshavah Veda, and you're potter because you said three. Hash time, if you would have said two, then what? Then you would have been Chayev. Now, L'chayra, for Hashtar, the Kamaydi Bey, the star that you are admitting the star, which is the source of the liability you're admitting to, is kehelech dummy, that 
It's like Halech. I mean, it's like the money's here because it's a lien on Karka and you have Karka. So it's like you're saying to the person, here it is, right? <clears throat> and for sure, when you say two, which is what is reflected by the Shtar, they're saying, this is what... This is what I owe. Even in the case of three, it's L'chayra, it's mashma, it's similar to Halech. But it's only Potter because Rabbi Akiva says it's, it's considered a Meshav Aveda. It's mashma by two, which is not a Meshav Aveda. Even though it's a Halech, still you would be, you would be Chayev. So Shmamina, Halech is Chayev. This supports Rabbi Yechia that Halech is still considered to be more of a Mikzas and not like Rav Sheshes. Most is loy. Really, I'll tell you, that when Rabbi Akiva says you're a potter by three, you also would have been potter by two. So the reason why he said three is to the exclusion of Rabbi Shimon Alaza. Because Rabbi Shimon Alaza held that even by three, you're still considered to be made of a mixtas ataina, and you're chayev. So he said by three, you're considered. To be moida mix is not even. You're considered to be a moida mix of taina and you're chayiv. Kamash Malan, that he says by three, you're not considered moida mix, by three, you're considered meshav aveda, right? And you're potter, right? So what it says, and hachinam mistab, and it makes sense that you're going to be potter by two as well. Hachinam mistab, because if you thought, like we thought in the question, is that by two, you're chayiv, and by three, you're potter. So then the Chorah, how would Rabbi Akiva potter you when you say three, right? Obviously, this person's going to want to say three. He doesn't want to say two. If two is going to be Chayev, then of course he's going to say three. So why is that considered to be potter uh, when, when he says three? Hi, Irumi Kamaram. Clearly, he is being underhanded. Savar, because he thinks to himself, if I said two, they're going to make me have to swear. So, Ema Shalosh, I'm going to say three. Okay, so I have to pay one more, but at least I'm Meshavaveda, and I don't have to swear. By two, you're also Potter. So it comes out, you're Potter by two, and you're Potter by three. And you can't bring your Raya from Rabbi Kippur. says, but the bottom line, if you're Potter by two, so it supports Rabsheshis, because he holds that you'd be Potter because it is Halech. But according to the Kasha, comes out being a Kasha and Rabbi Akiva, according to Rabbi Chia, according to Rabbi Chia, is that if Taka, uh, Rabbi Chia holds Halech, is considered made to mix as your Potter, all right? So from the Bryce, it comes out clearly that you would be, you would be Potter by two, and Rabbi Chia holds you high because it's considered made to mix us. Whereas Ashani Asam to come say is that Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Chia would agree with the bride said that you're potter, not because it's halach. It's not halach, you be chayev, but because the we're not going to make the person swear when he says two, and he is supported by the star. The star is also mashma too because Tam Loshen Rabim is two Masai Leishtara. Inami, like we said before, Mishum Dav Leishtara she would karkos because the star is a uh, has a lien on karka. And therefore, it's considered to be a case where your claim, the claimant in denial is concerning land. And Einish Banal, Chris Shibbis Karkois, like we said before, there is no Shvua of Maid of of any, any type of Shvua when it involves a denial on land. Just want to uh, clarify one thing before. We learned the case was the IOU said the word Sloyim and Dinarim. You don't have to learn that's the case because that makes that confuses. There are people that learn that. You can say Pachib Shad is that it's either Slayim or Dinarim. It's two different, either the, they only had Slayim without a number or Dinarim without a number. And five and three is talking about either the case of Slayim or case Dinarim, but it's, it's not one case, it's two separate cases.
Gentlemen, have a good day.